From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the companionship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass. I am Father Michael Kutz. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Peter Rambert from North York, Ontario. This Mass is offered for the deceased members of the Rambert family, his parents, Julian and Doris Rambert, his sister, Jenny, Aline, and Norva Henry, and his beloved wife, Carol Rambert. This is also offered for his surviving two brothers, three sisters, and their family, and for his personal intentions. Every now and then, I'm very fortunate to know the sponsor personally. Peter is a regular uh, retreatant at the Manresa Spirituality Center. He comes there annually. And so our thanks go out to Peter Rambert for the gift of the televising of this Mass to the faithful of Canada and to the audience across the world. As we prepare ourselves now to celebrate this Eucharist, we ask the Lord who died for us on the cross to grant us the grace to turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the light to all nations. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you suffered and died for us on the cross, but rose and gave us hope. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant that all the works, at all works for our good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and governs with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ did not send me to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom. God decided through the foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. 
For, Jesus, for Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God for God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. With your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like, will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. At the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him into the banquet, wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaid also came, came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Little Billy was a very intelligent boy, but the epitome of laziness. Nothing that his parents could do could get him to apply himself to his studies, neither threats, nor promises, nor bribes. Finally, even though they were not Catholic, they decided they'd send Billy to, to St. Joseph's School, which was just across the road. And lo and behold, after the very first day in the school, we found Billy in the evening applying himself to his homework, reading, his studies, and his parents were absolutely astonished at the miracle. So they asked Billy, what's up? He says, when I went into the room, the classroom, there was a cross on the wall, and they had nailed some guy to that cross. If these Christians are going to do this to failures, and his voice trailed out. A crucified Christ is definitely a provocative image. But you and I have been seeing it for so long that we have become rather blasé about it. But to the Jews, it was a stumbling block. To the Gentiles, it was foolishness. And I would add today, for all of us, it continues to be a mystery. Jesus was, no, was not unclear, was very clear, rather, about carrying the cross. He spoke about his own cross, his own suffering, on three different occasions. And then he challenged his disciples, unless you carry your cross daily, in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, you are not worthy to be my disciples. Not on and off, whenever it suits us, but every day. And so for Paul, the cross, the suffering, the passion, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus became the central theme of nearly every one of his letters. 
and it is the central theme of all our Christian preaching, of all our Christian retreats, of all our Christian parishes. But for Paul, the carrying of the cross, the suffering and death, also was coupled with a wisdom that came from God, a wisdom that toppled the foolishness of this world. This world had a different philosophy of what it truly meant to be wise. To be wise, according to this world, was to take care of number one, not bother about other people. Be bothered about your safety, your future, your friends, and your acquaintances. The devil take the hindmost and use any means in order to make sure that your security and your profit is safe. And together with this philosophy went also a course of action. And the action was simply this. Cultivate people that will help you towards your future to be number one for your profit. Make use of anybody, and if they are not helpful, drop them. Do not be considered, do not consider the weak and the lowly. It's not your responsibility, and caring for them is only a waste of energy. Do not suffer any pain, any anxiety, any stress. Use any means, drugs, alcohol, uh, fun-filled weekends, as long as you get rid of the pain. And Paul says, the values of somebody that has been baptized in Christ go head-on clash against the wisdom of this world. And he tells us in that letter to the Corinthians, God made the wisdom of this world sound totally foolish. And we cannot live by the wisdom of this world because we'll come to chaos and confusion in our lives. But if we live according to the passion and death of Jesus Christ, then what Jesus tells us in the gospel, we will be alert and ready when the bridegroom comes to invite us to the heavenly banquet. Be alert does not mean to care about your immediate future and to take no unnecessary risk. That is important and that is good. But for Jesus to be alert was to keep your eyes focused on the end when we are invited by this bridegroom to the heavenly banquet. And here we have the foolish maidens. And it was not that they were stupid, and they were not people who we provocatively call them the blondes of the society. Rather, they were simply did not focus on what was really essential. They were considering their looks, their makeup, their dress, and how they would appear to others, rather than focus on the bridegroom, to keep their lamps lit in order to make him appear as important, because that is what he was, and in order to have light when he came into the banquet hall. You and I have been so used to going to the 24-7 places where we can buy the oil for our lamps. But to fix our minds on that mistakes. The, we, we do not focus on the point of the parable. And the point of the parable is be ready because you know not the hour or the day.
God bless you all. Join me now as we pray for the intentions. For all those in the daily televised mass community who have asked to be included in the prayer intention book, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. We pray for families, especially for peace of heart in times of blessing and difficulty, for the protection of their children and respect for the elderly and vulnerable, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Peter Brambert and our sponsor today, for his family intentions, for the living and the decease of the Rambert family, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our children during our summer holidays, that they may be safe from all harm and danger, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we offer you all these our prayers that we make aloud and in the depths of our hearts, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. <clears throat> through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ to humble himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands with the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all God's holy church. Trusting in your compassion, O Lord, we come eagerly with our offerings to your sacred altar that through the purifying action of your grace we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. And lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for in your goodness you created us, and, in your, and when we were justly condemned, in your mercy you redeemed us through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exultation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in their humble praise as we proclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. <clears throat> In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Amen. 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 At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope <coughs> and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with, his, with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us share with one another a sign of this peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Amen. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Govern by your Spirit, O Lord, those you feed with the body and blood of your Son, that professing you not only in word or in speech, but also in works and in truth, we may merit to enter the kingdom of heaven through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass has been celebrated. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.
gather.